Hello, what's your name? Well, I think my name is Kim. I've had a pretty rough week, so I'm not entirely sure, yeah. but... You're yes. off your chops on meds. Hi there, it's Mrs. Woog here. We're coming at you um, from the Woog and Berry podcast, the premier podcast for the petri dish of disease and pestilence. That's us. God bless penicillin is all I can say. Tell us about you. How was your week? I was just knocked flat with tonsillitis. Tonsillitis? Isn't I that know. a young person? I know. I know. I did... Um, Interestingly, a colleague in Melbourne had tonsillitis last week and I told my boss, oh, I haven't had tonsillitis since I was a kid. Oh, he's in Melbourne. So I clearly am that suggestible <laughs> that within five days, I'm like going, my throat's really sore. And then I went to work and as the day went on, I just slid yeah. into a festy mess of, of sweaty disease. I do need to do an unsponsored shout out to that one three sick number. Oh, I have done that... sponsored content for oh, them. They, yes. I have. I am a big fan. Oh, they're they, the best. They're the best. And so Why I do bra- people sit in emergency wards overnight? It's well, this is this was the thing. Like they still took, they took a long time. Like you, you can ring it for, they start at six. He didn't. Um, it was quite cute. He didn't, and young. Uh, he didn't get to my place until ten. But I was at home in my yeah. house, like dying on my lounge, like in the comfort of your own in home. In the comfort of my own home. Otherwise, I would have been in a twenty-four-hour medical, medical center. center. Yeah. So um, yes, and then we've all just been we've all just had some sort of lurgy for the last two three weeks, and yeah. it's been very boring. Yeah, I wrote about that this week on the blog that it's been. Um, it's been an interesting time, and I blame the whole thing on the fact that we share one bathroom. Oh. Yeah. Well, actually, we sort of technically share one bathroom, so... Yeah, and one kid will give it to the next kid, they'll give it to the dad. I sort of came down with something of it. Yeah. But as, the, as the kind ladies at the uh, chemist said, mums haven't got time to get sick. And I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I've got a cold sore. Which has manifested itself through just being exhausted from being up late night for yeah. sick kids. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that was like how I got a, you know, yeast infection. Apparently that was because I was run down and as opposed to prolific sex. You tell yourself whatever you need <laughs> to tell yourself, mate. To Look at that. And how long, how long into the podcast did that take? Oh, two minutes 35. I reckon that's a, I reckon that's a, that could almost be a record. Hey, what's on your list this oh. week? Should we, should we settle down? <laughs> Should we put in a slip on a soft pant? <laughs> slip on a soft What is it with people who see the speed limit and then go five, at worst, ten kilometres below it? Camry drivers. Camry drivers. Any any woman, because it's always a woman, driving a Mazda 2. I think that that's an inflammatory statement. It is an inflammatory statement, and I am proud of it. But I'm putting it out there. It's Insta- like last week's off-the-shoulder top thing that oh, you just couldn't get your head around it. No, and the skinny jean on fat girls, you can't do it. I just think that's wrong, Kim. <laughs> I do not associate myself with any of her views. I am an independent party when it comes to things like that. Wear what you want, drive what you like. Um, but just, just go the speed limit. Just don't drive near Kim because she's obviously quite road ragey. <laughs> Speaking of ragey, oh, on the oh, list. Yes. Like, period in your 40s. Oh, don't get me started about the bleeding in your 40s because oh it is the pits. Anyone and our couple of five male listeners, because I think we've actually extended beyond our 12 listeners. I, I know. think we could be clocking in about 20. And there's a couple of guys. I so, know. guys, Andrew. sorry, we're just talking about menstruation. And when you hit the 40s, it's 
It's bad. I was having a chat um, on the one of my Facebook pages. I'm such a fucking social <laughs> media whore. Um, yeah, and apparently it just gets worse and worse towards the end because it, yeah. it's your body's way of you being thankful for menopause. <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it either. I just reckon it's absolutely. I, I'm sorry. No I one told to it. me. It's fucked. That's no, how it is. No one told me. No, I didn't know either. And then I and I, you know, I've had four kids. I think I think I deserve no period pain. Don't you think? Well, yeah. And I went a long time without period pain, and it's starting again this year. I have it's also my acne. <laughs> it's like my acne and my mustache. Like it's it's. Turning, trying to turn me into a man. So oh, I give to the world. I give these two yeah. beautiful children. Hashtag sometimes. Um, yeah, and then nature tries yeah. to turn me into a man. I oh, think it's an absolute know, disgrace. A friend of mine was saying the other day about how she's, you know, she had a really rough couple of weeks, months even, and just, you know, really quite depressed and not knowing oh, what was going on. Darling. Turns out, yes, perimenopausal. And one of the things that's kicked her mood like back, you know, into gear is that she's made an appointment for herself to go and get electro- um, ex- ex- uh, electrolysis, electrolysis. That's oh, her beard. Yeah, yeah, that's what it comes I to. I just think it's awful. That's and why are we still to. paying GST on tampons? Like the way I'm going through those little nuggets. <laughs> I know. I, you know, honestly. Well, you know, can I just say because people will be going, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're talking about this." My mum said to me that when she, you know, was in her 40s and this all started to happen. No one spoke about it. No one talked about it. She said she was a school teacher. She would would wear three maxi pads and maybe get from the first lesson until recess. But would often have to go and sort that situation out. And imagine doing that and not being able to talk to your girlfriend. I know. And I was even talking to mum about it not so long ago. And mum said, um, you know, the way that we talk about things now is so much more like beneficial because back then you were just sort of carted off to the loony bin or sort yeah. of told that you were a bit stranger and it's like um postnatal depression yeah it wasn't spoken about no, no. so you know if anyone's sitting there just slowing their eyes at us talking about periods then yeah put piss, your eyes back in piss off i say yeah. piss off yeah on the list for me yes john howard discuss I just, I, I seriously do not know where to begin. Like, A, why are we asking a man whose opinions on this have been long known, this question again about the role of women and the place of women in our parliament? Like, why? It has no validity at all. But why does he say that women aren't chemically or built for that sort of a role like when maxine mcewen sexism maxine mcewen kicked his ass out of the cup out of the parliament i just like i don't know it just upsets me it's what is known as an antiquated view Mm -hmm. um and you know i why do we vote these antiquated viewers in because there's a whole whole lot I know. I don't understand. Are we, I mean, that's what makes me think. We're not a stupid nation. What? So why are we pretending to be? Yeah. I'm with you there, actually. Yeah. Uh, and the thing that um, I think... Oh, the, thing that, the thing that undoes me about that sort of, you know, about comments from someone like John Howard and, um, and, and then the airtime that they get 
is that it puts us back so far. It's embarrassing on a world stage. Oh, well, on a world stage, but also it puts the discussion back a step. You go, instead of, instead of looking at, at what we should be doing, we're asking if we should be doing it at all. And yeah. that's not right. Like, it's 2016, for God's sake. I know. Oh, there's a whole heap. We could, we could fall down a well of despair, but let's keep <sighs> things light and let's talk about your wardrobe. So I have now been at, uh, I have now been a full time working girl for four but months, but not in the fun way. <laughs> yeah, no, that's been going on for the fun way too. Uh, oh well, well, no, 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 I basically hate my entire wardrobe. Do you know what's happening next week for me? Mm. My good friend, the Divine Miss M, yes, is coming over and doing what she calls a wardrobe edit. You know she's going to be brutal. I know, and I'm excited about it because, like, I've been giving uh, Kim quite a lot of my clothes because I have a shopping addiction. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's coming over to tell me lot to throw out. And wow. uh, yeah, I had a top on the other day, and my mum said. Jess, I've seen that top a lot over the years. I said, should I throw it out? She goes, yes. <laughs> but you know when you get, you, you get attached to the comfy, Baby frumpy... blue. You know Seinfeld and his baby blue? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had to chat and it finally and no. fell apart. He had to have Golden Boy. And <laughs> I can't remember that. But my dad gave me, like 15 years ago, he gave me a cashmere pale pink uh, Marks and Spencer jumper which right. my dad wore can we just put a pause in there my dad does love a pastel love you dad anyway it's got coffee stains and shit all over it and i just can't throw it out no 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 you can't no that sort of stuff of course you just hold on to but, but the I stuff have... i'm wearing every day like apart from my two pairs of bohemian traders um, traders drop crotch pants and and i've got this sort of blue dress that i feel like wearing for rob but apart from that, uh, you could pretty much empty my wardrobe and I would not care. I've got three pairs of white jeans. What? I don't even have one pair. Yeah, someone someone once told me about the virtues of white jeans and I haven't been able to find the right pair, so I've got three revolting. When the Divine Miss M sees those, I can pretty <laughs> much guarantee they're going to be on the top. But I did buy a dress this week, which is quite questionable. It's a little bit hippie if you're into the Nina Proudman thing, which I'm not. It's no. like a little bit like that. And I tried to put it on at my Live at Five video last night. I ended up strangling myself and getting puffed because there was a, a slip dress underneath this sort of chiffon oh. dress. And I, I, had, I was putting it on. It was live, but I wasn't doing it in front of the camera. I was right. off the camera. And I started having a panic attack <laughs> that I was being eaten by this dress. So the jury's still so out on. on that so, one. Hang on, are you telling me, is it a pattern? Like, has it got flowers yeah. on it? Yeah. I won't. I won't do a pattern. You don't tolerate a pattern. I don't tolerate a pattern at all. Oh, like, really? And me on me and floral. I don't know. You put me into something like that, and I speaking to the um, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm taking her shoes off. I'm taking my shoes off. I'm getting really hot. It's like a hot. Flush. I had my first hot flush today. Did you? Yes. Jesus. I know, but we're regressing. We'll talk about that next. You sure, time. we're not sick. Um. So, uh, yeah, you put me in a floral, and do you feel like a couch? 
or a I and I drink. I look like the I look like the back end of a bus. Really? Yep. I think it's because it's not like I've got a bum and hips. She's got, I've got the, a gut. She's got the tiniest legs and no arms. Yeah, I don't. And so, but I've got a gut. Yeah, well, and I've so, got like a block of flats. I reckon <laughs> I'm straight with so boobs as my balcony. Something like you put something patterned on there, and it it's. It's just not good. It just doesn't work on any level. So I um I put a call out on Facebook about getting a uh, a wardrobe consultant in terms of you know like a yeah. not as a, a capsule wardrobe. A, you need a capsule work wardrobe. I and, like um, the idea of it. So do I. And mm. so and all these all these friends came back with like uh, well you know go to here and to go there and here's this person. Why haven't you told me this before now? <laughs> If you were a real friend, you would have bloody pulled me up on this and said, so, hey, you look like the back end of a bus. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. Get, get your shit sorted. You look really well put together. I'm the one that looks dragged through a oh, back of a hedge. Flatter. Through a hedge backwards. Um, so anyway, I've got the name of this woman, Elizabeth, and she actually is in the Inner West, I think, because um, uh, a couple of people mentioned someone like, I'm like I, don't, I don't want to look like a Northern Beaches mum. No. You actually don't have the essence of a northern beach. You have the essence of an inner west mum. Yeah, I want edgy. I want some sort of. Do you think I have the essence of a North Shore mum? There's a pause. (laughs) There is a pause. I've made it. Take that back. I take it back. I do not have (coughs) knee boots. Oh, no. I don't have knee boots. And you don't have 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 a a puffer jacket. And I don't have a vavoodle. This is true, and you don't drive a Range Rover. No, I drive a Subaru, which is apparently lesbian's car of choice. I'm okay with that. Yeah, so am I. Mm, I think mm. that's cool. Anyway, well, gonna... considering we both are now sporting lesbian haircuts, like, we're like a lesbian like... power couple, and I'm we are also les- kind of. We are. Oh my god, this is the podcast for the lesbian power, power couple. couple. Um, I actually was oh. walking through. Um, listen to me, this is going to sound like such a way. <laughs> I was walking through a hotel last week, the Melbourne foyer, with our friend Baby Mac, who also has, like, shaved head. And um, people were looking at us, and Baby Mac said they think we're a lesbian power couple. And I said, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Anyway, I'm going to go pop the kettle on. <laughs> As in, pop the next cork, and we'll see you soon. <laughs> and welcome back to the Woog and Berry podcast. And we're going to uh, introduce a new segment um, called So You Accidentally Married a Douchebag. <laughs> I've got lots of friends who are finding out around their early 40s that they've accidentally married a douchebag. <laughs> a douchebag is someone who is quite narcissistic, self-centered, yeah. Yeah. and, um, you know, several times a year, I must admit, sometimes I question myself, did I marry a douchebag? Ultimately... No. I didn't. But sometimes I think I did. No. He's a good boy. He's a good man. He's a good boy. But Jeezy can shit me. He can (laughs) shit me. He's been going through a bit of a midlife crisis lately, which I'm going to let slide because, of course, I'm no fairy tale either. (laughs) Um, But, Kim, you've recently discovered that you've married a douche. But, like... Great kids, beautiful kids. Beautiful kids. Beautiful kids. Yeah. And um, something happened. Some lovely memories. Some lovely memories. And something happened this week when you were on your deathbed. Would you like to share uh, share with the group? Yes. So Tuesday when I was raging temperatures about 39 and in bed and pretty much unable to get up 
which is, you know, like normally as a mother, you just go, yeah, you know, so I am nailed to that cross. So I shall, yeah, well, you know. yes, we're all and, martyrs, um, that's for sure. Jasper came up to my bed at about, oh, no, it must have been about 3.30 or something in the afternoon. He goes, mum, mum, there's a man at the door. And I was like, tell him to go away. <laughs> so he ran off and then I could hear him talking, I could hear him talking to mum and I could sort of hear mum sounding quite sort of, yes, yes, oh, mm, yes, yes, yes. And um, and eventually Jasper came back and I said, what what does he want? And he just goes, oh, I don't know, it, it's something about the divorce. Oh, no. And uh, the situation had reached a point where, you know, he had given me papers to sign that were the incorrect papers and I said... If you're new to the podcast, Kim's obviously getting divorced. Yes. And um, anyway, we seriously, boring, boring, boring. Uh, the upshot of it was if you're going to insist on... Uh, going through this on your terms as you have everything else then you will have to serve me the papers and so it was a process server at my door um while i was so sick as a picture were you as a picture and i had all these plans in my head that when he did serve me papers because i was secretly hoping it would happen at work um I'd why get a, i'd get a, i just thought it'd be really funny and i'd get like a photo with him and stuff and and um, I completely forgot because obviously I was so sick. And um, I, so I sort of came, you know, rolling down the hallway to the front door. Wheezing. And he took one look at me <gasps> and his whole face just oh, like, and he goes, that's I'm the worst so job sorry. ever. I'm so sorry. Like this one goes, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Just give me, it's fine. And he goes, no, you don't need to go to the court. I go, I know, I know. Just give me the papers. Um, and I literally just threw them in, the, you know, on the dining room table and went back to bed. And when I looked at them a couple of days later, the, the actual court date is two years to the day that he walked out. So that's classy. What a, what a memory. What a memory. <laughs> so it's kind of overtaken now your wedding anniversary, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yes. It's good that you can laugh about it. But well, I only, the only reason I remembered my out, so we used to celebrate when, at, when we got together anniversary and our wedding anniversary. And the only reason I remembered our getting together anniversary this year was because Facebook reminded me. And I thought that was quite something. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> Fuck off, Facebook. <laughs> See, because um, Mr. Wig and I, we don't remember if we got married on the 30th of March or the 31st of March. Oh. Yeah. We still, so we kind of... <laughs> April Fool's Day is like when we actually <laughs> celebrate now because we can't remember when it was. So did you, any of you out there, did you accidentally marry a douchebag? I've got plenty of friends who accidentally <laughs> married a douchebag. Some grew into douchebags and some were always douchebags. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yours wasn't always a douchebag. No, no, he was really lovely. Mm. And look, you know, he's, you know, he still is. It's just that he and I just, he was a douche in he and I. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. So, I thought that was a really interesting segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we move on to oh, something God. that's come up this week? Internet <laughs> hate. Oh, that old chestnut. Okay, because, you know, we work on the socials, Kim works on the socials, and you're out there and you're putting it all out there, so you need to expect, you know, that when someone doesn't agree with you, they're not all haters, blah, blah, blah. But I've watched with interest this week, M. Roschiano and... Osher Gunsberg both deal with some pretty horrendous shit mm. and the advice that we're given when it comes to online hate is just to ignore the troll yeah. and I do agree with that to some extent but at what point do you go actually 
No. Yeah, yeah. And you've got an interesting case study for I us. I do, I do. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, I'm seeing this guy called Rob. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of him. Um, uh, Rob's actually Rob's smart. And he does things like just during the day, um, you know, he'll send me links to really interesting articles. And it's like, anyway, one this one article that he sent me was about, um, it was called What Happened When I Confronted My Cruelest Troll? Because he's worried that, like... Because you work at the site, Yeah, yeah. And I'm just sort of, you know, going, a little bit small fry for anyone to sort of bother to start trolling me. But anyway, now it's an old, it's actually an older article in that it was from last year in The Guardian by a, um, a woman called Lindy West. But she said some really, she reached a point where um, she's a feminist and, um, and writes on women's issues and calls out you know, things... So a bit like Clementine Ford. Yes, she's a Clementine Ford. Do you know she had a baby? She had a baby! I'm so excited! I think she would be such a great mum. I know. I was so thrilled for her. And I love that she kept it all very on down I know, didn't she just keep it so She's got a book coming out. um, She had a photo on Instagram today of her... She's got her first copy. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to read it. I I think she's... I've been lucky enough to meet her several times. And Yeah, um, yeah, she's she's good value. I like her. Um, So, anyway... Lindy West was talking about this when you are getting trolled or when people are, you know, basically harassing you. And she she basically said, you know, harassment is basically a silencing tactic. Mm-hmm. And the whole message of it is you are outnumbered mm-hmm. and we'll stop when you're gone. And it's like, that's so true. And then one of the other things Well, she if you said, think about Charlotte Dawson... Yeah, yep, exactly. It stopped when she was gone. Yep. And she sort of said, you know, people say don't feed the trolls. And you know that I teach that blogging course for the Australian Writers' Centre. And I tell my class, every, you know, every class, don't feed the trolls, don't Mm -hmm. engage, don't, you know. Um, And she said, but does ignoring trolls actually stop trolling? Can someone actually show me the numbers on that? And she said, because she's ignored far more trolls than she's fed and her inbox hasn't become any quieter. Yeah. And it's really... Uh, uh, I'm lucky enough, I think, that mm. I, I don't get a huge amount, but when it does happen, it it it, it does hurt. And people oh. say, you know, don't, don't feed them. But then you just want to say... And look, as I said, like I've said before, and I'll say it again, Kim, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. I don't want to be everybody's cup of tea. No. I, well, you know, people of like mind and like ilk and, you know, come along, let's have this discussion. Yeah. And I'm totally cool if you don't like it. What I don't understand is why would you spew hate mm. against someone you don't even know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I want to talk about... Um, the personality of the troll. Yes. What insights can you give me on that? What sort of person do you think deliberately tries to hurt somebody else online? So Lindy West had uh, basically her turning point came when someone set up a, um, a Twitter account um, basically as her father. And her father had died of um, uh, uh, pancreatic cancer i think or or maybe prostate cancer anyway he had passed away 
And, you know, he had put things like, you know, that... The his, troll. The troll had put things like his bio was that he was, um, you know, uh, embarrassed father of an idiot. Other two kids are fine, though. And his location was Dirt Hole in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, That's... where is the mind of this person? No, like? it's it's actually quite and psychotic. She... No, it's not psychotic. It's, um... There's just a, a lack of empathy. Yeah. So she said that... She went off script and she stopped obsessing over what he wanted and just did what it felt best to her on the day. So she wrote about it. And the next day got this, got this email from the, from the guy who had set it up. And it said, I don't know why or even when I started trolling you. It wasn't because of your stance on rape jokes. I don't find them funny either. I think my anger towards you stems from your happiness with your own being. It offended me because it served to <laughs> highlight my unhappiness with my own self. I think that's spot on. I have emailed you through two other Gmail accounts just to send you idiotic insults. I apologise for that. I created that um, Twitter account. I've deleted it. I can't say sorry enough. It was the lowest thing I have ever done. When you included it in your latest Jezebel article, it finally hit me. There is a living, breathing human being who is reading this shit. I am attacking someone who never harmed me in any way and for no reason whatsoever. I'm done being a troll. Again, I apologise. I made a donation in memory of your dad. And wow. he did. She said he donated 50 bucks to the Seattle Cancer Care Alliance where her dad was treated. Wow. And so she ended up, I think she ended up, um yeah i think i think she ended up oh she ended up um they she held on to that and then she does oh she does a um i think she also she's hugely like famous i you know of course i'm oblivious to these such things um but she actually has a segment on this american life and she reached out to him to talk to him there and they talked for two and a half hours wow and she said he was shockingly self-aware he told me that he didn't hate me. Um, the timing was just a coincidence. He hated me because, to put it simply, I don't hate myself. That's it. Now, I think, um, you know, I sort of look, it would be nice to think that there were others who were that, um, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of a lot of the guys or women who are trolling people out there are, are that self-aware or that bright. No, I think that that's a very succinct explanation of the situation. I last this time last year, I was at the Pro Blogger Conference with um, Heather Armstrong, of course, who writes Deuce and who has been subject to horrendous yeah. trolling. Yeah, you know, and we were on a panel together, and you know, she, she talks about her experiences and i'm just thinking god I'm, i don't want a part of that i don't want to be no that big and that exposed um interestingly enough most of my trolls are women yeah except on twitter then they're men i don't know why mm, that's interesting isn't it but as i said i don't get very much of it yeah uh, like maybe four years ago it sort of hit its peak but yeah. because i sort of but I think it's okay to talk about it. Um, oh. And, you know, everyone's saying don't, well, just about, ignore it. What about what M. Rusciano did this week? <coughs> this week? Last week. This week? Yeah. Yeah, well, I touched on both of them before in this segment. And yeah, I she, know you did, but, um, you know. <laughs> she came out swinging. She came out swinging. And I think that's maybe maybe we've been doing this wrong. 
Like maybe people like Clem Ford and M and Linda West, Lindy West are right. Like maybe this notion of don't feed them is completely inappropriate. Well, I just, I'm okay to stand up to them. I've had several very funny Twitter spats with um, male journalists who are mocking me and telling me I'm stupid and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, mate, and I'm in embarrassment and um, I'm a disappointment. And I'm like, only my mother can say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and then I've turned turned the whole thing around and had a bit of a joke. Oh, you're actually not that bad after all. I went, oh, thanks, mate. Block. Like, I don't need the approval of, of dickheads. Anyway, I've got to go and check the sausages, Dals. Oh, sausage, sausage sizzle. Sa- sausage sizzle for dinner sausage this evening. Tonight. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your reader questions and talking about climate change. And she's promised not to make it boring. It's not boring. It's important. See you soon. And welcome back to Woog and Berry. Good the evening. The premier podcast for the... What did we decide it was? Uh, uh, pestilence and disease. Pestilence Although, you know, I've got, a, I've got a good sausage sanger in belly now. Yes, well, we've just come back. And can I just say before we continue, you've just enjoyed another um, ad break with no sponsors. Yeah, no sponsors. I can't understand why brands aren't getting on board <laughs> and inserting a 15-second ad. Actually, you know what? For the first brand that approaches us yes. for a 15-second ad, yes. that ad is going to be free. Really? Yep. As a token of our gratitude. <laughs> you don't think that smacks of desperation? Yeah, it totally smacks of desperation, <laughs> but it's a token of our gratitude that I believe that women over 40, they, they think we're stupid. They don't. Yes. They try and get 21-year-olds to sell us anti-aging cream. Yes. So yep. the first brand that comes to us and says, we want to buy a 15-second uh, ad break, I'm going to say gratis. Nice. What do you reckon? I'm all Let's on get board. this ball rolling. You're the, you're the business sake. brain part oh. of this <laughs> equation. Oh, I, Jesus. Just, I just turn up with the little microphone <laughs> device thing. <laughs> We're both in trouble then. <laughs> okay, so I just thought we'd have a quick Rob update. A Rob update. Can you explain to the pundits who Rob is? And you have seriously got 30 seconds ago. <laughs> okay, Rob is my boyfriend. Uh, Rob is in an open marriage. So his wife, Becky. Hello, Becky. Hi, Becky. Uh, she lives in Adelaide. Uh, Rob is in Sydney and uh, he's currently in Adelaide this weekend. So there's been a lot of pining. Um, I am going And also to... you've had the lurg. And I've had the lurg. Yes. So when I see Rob tomorrow. Oh, no, not tomorrow. That's Sunday. No. What's the next day? Monday. Monday. When I see him on Monday, it would have been a whole week. So, you know, we're both a okay, little Okay, that's, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Okay. Um, but some exciting developments. 17 seconds left. Uh, that I'm going to meet Becky. She's coming to Sydney in a couple of weeks. So that will be very exciting. I think there might even be a podcast booked in for that weekend. So, oh. yes. So that'll Maybe be... Becky can come on. Oh, oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> you might get us a few more listeners. Oh, I know. Wouldn't that just put us on the edge? Well, I, might I don't actually... think it's up to a whole new audience. Oh, God, I don't think I want to go there. No judgment. Hashtag no judgment. Um, and what else is happening? <laughs> You've got seven and, seconds left. And uh, we have <clears throat> booked in a date because it is that ridiculous. But we have booked in a date that he is coming home with me after work one Friday to meet the family. I think that's nice. I know. So they'll actually, that's not actually happening until next month. So there's plenty of time for me to, you know, wax lyrical about that. But everything is very lovely. He's very lovely. And um, 
it's it's all good. It's all good. It is all well, good. I'm, I'm going to move straight over to the reader's questions. The first one's from Vanessa Young saying, I'm still recovering from Kim's shock revelation during the last... <laughs> I love being the source of shock revelations. And Monique Frankel asked, did Kim ever name the plant she looked after so well on the drunken train ride home? <gasps> Since when did kids' fate stop being about baked goods at awesome prices? There's twofold there. <laughs> no, that plant. Oh, no, the plant was actually. Okay, so just to backtrack for everyone, I went to an event for work um, and very professionally got quite drunk. And I mean, I sort of held it together at the event, sort of. Um, I was very. Did you get a kebab on the way home? I was quite chatty. Um, no, I didn't get a kebab. A Zinger Burger? <laughs> I got a Zinger Burger last week. I went to my 25 oh. year school reunion. It was a luncheon. A, a luncheon. luncheon and <laughs> at six o'clock i just i just knew that i had to make a decision whether i was going to go hard or go home i chose go home and i went and took my uber driver for his first ever zinger burger wow. and he said i was the best uber passenger he oh but then he told me that he didn't eat bread so he just ate the zinger part and i said well you can't get the whole experience no that. but i did give him five stars and he gave me five stars so, so anyway this kind of love this event was a thing about sustainability um and so but as i was leaving they said take a plant and i went, a plant and i'm like thinking i'm going on public transport like to the northern beach this is like really so i did take a plant and i chose a plant because it was a berry something so it's some native tree that's berryalis or something a so, poison berry yeah <laughs> A poison berry bush. So, anyway, it turns out I was out in the backyard the other day. Mum's planted it because mum is the Good green thumb in this relationship. Okay, so Monique also wants to What's know, the other thing? since when do kids' school fates stop being about home-baked goodies at a reasonable price? Oh, years ago. Years ago. Dude, we're recording. You, the lamington can wait. Oh, what's, <laughs> what's it about? <laughs> Yeah, we're yeah, recording. We're recording. Can so, you, so hi, hi, world. <laughs> um, um, no, no, I'll answer you in a second. Please go. Uh, now. Does Harry like onion? Uh, yes, he likes onion. Okay. Harry does Leave like onion. Go with such a professional. <laughs> Look at us. Advertisers, where are you? Onion, the Onion Society of Australia. <laughs> I mean, this is perfect product placement. Um, oh, yeah, so quickly gosh. answer that one. Uh, but yeah, long ago, long ago. And it's really sad. But, you know, it's. Yeah, it's it's no good. Andrea Hall asks, how to get my other half to participate in housework without it ending in a disagreement? Oh, I think Kim is the absolute wrong person to ask that question. What so, was that thing we talked about earlier? Yeah, Did you uh, marry a douche? douche. Um, so, Andrea, you might have married a douche, but I don't think you did. What you need to do is just have jobs. We have jobs. We have jobs. Chores. Chores yeah. if you will. My kids do them as well. Nicole Jackson Thoughts, discussion on the Paralympics. <gasps> amazing, I love the Paralympics. Amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. There was an amazing ad. I, I just can't believe a... that someone with no legs can run faster than me. Like <laughs> it is. Or swim. Or swim faster oh, than I, I don't swim a length of a bloody one of those shell clam pools that you have <laughs> when your kids were toddlers. They're amazing. They are amazing. And I think it was the BBC. Who did an, an an incredible ad, like you know, pr promoting the Paralympics, and it just oh, and I am all. I think I have mentioned this about five thousand times on the podcast about what a slow mo sporting montage set to music does to me. 
because I don't really give a rat's about sport, but give me that, and I'm yeah. like, <gasps> and the dad's coming down. But imagine that you have you have brought up a kid who's got a disability, and we you know, we've both got kids who yeah. you know have been dealt the card. Uh, yes, um, and I just think those parents. <gasps> I know how proud know. must they be. What's our medal well, tally? Like, so we're currently at we're currently so this is. At 5.49 on the Saturday, the 10th of September, we are currently sixth, e- well, equal sixth with Uzbekistan. Not sure how I feel about that. Um, three gold, wow. two silver, six bronze. It's amazing. Who's coming first? China. China. Oh, they're so, China. so competitive, aren't they? <laughs> I, um, I always think that uh, China or Russia are a bit like the Newman of the world. So you China, China, or oh, Russia, Russia, oh Newman, 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 uh, and then Great Britain's coming second. Great Britain, Great Britain have they have come off the back of the Olympics. They have must have moted some money into yeah, that Olympic yeah. team. Yeah, because um, their Olympic results were incredible. As I know, well. and look at their Paralympics. Listen to us, as if we I have know. a clue about what oh we're my talking God, about. Ryan HG, <laughs> if Ryan HG were like. Full of sausage. Can we talk about the sausage we just had? Oh, okay. So Woog's just, um, Mr. Woog just cooked a very, it did a very good job of a chicken, parmesan, parmesan and um, spinach. Spinach sausage. Can I just say? And then it was, and then there was a little uh, Waldorf, Waldorf salad. salad. All bunged on a roll with hot onions and a bit of barbecue sauce and Dijon mustard. <laughs> I can't tell you, I am as happy as a clam because that to me, like, it was tasty. People always say to me, oh, I'd never want to cook for you because you cook a lot. I'm going, are you kidding? Like, you can serve me Vegemite on toast and I will think it's the best thing in the world. Um, I think you could serve me pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, this morning I was um, asleep when he, uh, I know he's not Rob, and I know he can be in douche sometimes, but this morning he bought me in at uh, 8 o'clock a bunch of freezers and a coffee from the cafe. Oh, what a good man. He's a good kind man. Kind of makes up the fact that I've wanted to kill him all week because I've got barriers. <laughs> anyway, next, when are we catching up next? Uh, I, in well, a fortnight, I believe. Well, I do believe it is. Yes. I mean, we mi- been, unfortunately we missed last week. I know. Um, um, so we were technically we're meant to do next week, but, you know. We but I to, will be. In where the, are you going to be? I'll be in the Mapatazzi next oh, week. I'm the Mapatazzi. I'll be in the Mapatazzi. Have we got any uh, listeners in Tasmania? I'm going to try and organise a little get-together, a little drinky-poos for my um, oh. southern friends. Yes, that is southern, my, my great southern <laughs> friend. I know I'm just like doing this never eat soggy wheat bix. My southern friends, so I'll be down oh, there. See, I always do never eat shredded wheat. Yeah, but you went to PLC and I went to Abbotsley and I'm far more superior than you. <laughs> How is soggy wheat bix shredded wheat? Because it's not a brand name. Yeah, shredded wheat. Oh, God, yeah. I think this is a discussion we can have next time. So thank you so much for joining us at the Woog and Berry podcast. What what episode is this? I mean, we need more. We haven't been going long enough. Oh, I think they've had enough, darling. Do you reckon they've had, enough? They've had enough? Have you all had enough? Pull out, pull out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got to go and eat lamington cake. And, oh, and, yes, uh, lamington cake. And I also have some uh, Maggie Beer's <gasps> burnt fig and ice cream. Oh, did I tell you? Before we do go, okay. I introduced Rob to Maggie Beer's ice cream because he had he'd had a pretty rough time at work, and so I turned up at his place with with the burnt fig and the affogato because yep. he likes yep. you know, 
Yeah. And he was just like, he's like, ne- okay, he's never, he's never had either than- of them. And he was like, what is this? Mm. What is this? Better than any antidepressant I've ever had. <laughs> if I sit down in front of like a marathon of my favorite show with just a tub and a spoon and everyone is gone. He's gone. In a quiet house. Oh, I just like. Yeah, that's my tonic. Hey, and I know we're meant to be leaving. Um, I, uh, on my deathbed this week, uh, this has been quite a new revelation <laughs> to me, right? Because, you know, in the past, particularly when the kids have been little and I've sort of been at home, you know, been at home, um, when I've been really sick, I've never been able to be really sick. Like you no, can never. Can't. Whereas when I was sick this week, I just lay on the lounge. I didn't do anything. Fantastic. And I made them. I made them dinner on the Tuesday night when I was quite delirious with a with a temperature, but it was bacon and eggs. And I sort of was halfway through the you know the bacon, and Felix sort of came down from his room and goes, "Oh, Mum, don't do that. I'll, I'll do it." Oh, and he took over. Oh, bless. And he did the rest of it. He made them all make and egg sandwiches and the whole kit. And then Wednesday night they were going out with Scunter, so I just lay on the lounge and just. And I did a binge TV watching session, which I have not done oh, in more than a year. So good. And watched the entire first series of Stranger Things. Mate, I've got to give you the bad news. Oh. We're going to go watch the Raiders now. All the kids oh, are in there waiting for us. I know, the Raiders. They're Canberra, right, aren't they? Are, oh. they, are they the ones with the lime spider sort of coloured oh, yeah. jerseys? Just, I couldn't say yes or no. And apparently, apparently the two Sydney AFL teams were playing each other this afternoon. And what are their names? The Swans. The Swans and Greater Western Sydney. And do you know why I know that? Because my friend Sarah, her husband Jamie, he's one of the coaches of Greater Western Sydney. How cool is that? That is so not cool. It is so cool. I know that, like, I know a coach. Seriously, um, well, I'm going <laughs> to sign us out now because this is getting really boring for me. So I can only imagine <laughs> what you're doing there going, what the hell is waste the last 40 minutes on? <laughs> So thank you for joining us at Woog and Barry. Have you got any last words? Oh. You've only got seven seconds. Go. No. Goodbye, everyone. It's been lovely catching up this week. And we'll see you in a fortnight. In a fortnight. Ciao. Bye. Busted flat in Ben Rouge Waiting for a train On us feeling near as faded as my jeans Bobby thumbed a diesel down Just before it rained and rode us all the way into New Orleans. I pulled my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana. I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues. When she whopper slapping time, I was holding Bobby's hand in mine. We sang every song that Javi knew. Freedom is just another word for nothing. Nothing, honey.